At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. A great first hour of the nightcap. What fun that was. Luke Garza, Joe Wieskamp, and the McCaffrey brothers, Connor and Patrick McCaffrey, still on the Iowa roster playing for their father as a big event here uh, at Circa tonight. So I'm sure a lot of Iowa fans will uh, be in the house. Uh, but we transition from that, Sean, mm-hmm. to our summer conditioning. And tonight... It is the Atlanta Falcons. I'll just be honest before we welcome in our next guest, D. Orlando Ledbetter. We have not been very kind to the Atlanta Falcons. Well, they're in a transition season. season. They certainly are. Let's bring in D. Orlando Ledbetter. Uh, He covers the Atlanta Falcons for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. We appreciate you coming on, D. Orlando. Uh, We joked heading into the break. I think Sean said it. We're going to send you some patience. So um, what (laughs) can you look at? optimistically for this season heading in because it does feel like it is uh, a season in flux to say the least. Yeah, no question, Tim and Sean. Thanks for having me. And I'm going to appreciate that dose of patience. I know I'm (laughs) going to need it. Uh, Yeah. What you got to do is this is a, you know, look at it as you're on the ground floor of a a buildup. They don't want to use the term rebuilding. I like your term transitional year. And so what you do in in these type of seasons is you look at how they develop their youth. Um, They've drafted a lot of players here in the last couple of years. Can they develop them? Can they turn them into football players? Um, You know, and then down the road, they got some money. They they have enough uh, infrastructure to build out and, um, uh, you know, add on some free agency, maybe drop in a quarterback later. Uh, You know, that's what you look at development and uh, teaching year for all the young talent that's going to be out on the field uh, for the Atlanta Falcons this year. You know, on the bright side, I guess, you guys do have one of the better kickers in the NFL (laughs) in Koo. I mean, he's tremendous. I don't know how much usage he'll get this year, but offensively, you have some good pieces. I like Cordell Patterson and his versatility. Of course, I like Kyle Pitts. You guys drafted Drake London You'll get Calvin Ridley back the following year, hopefully. Has the organization said what their expectation is for those young players? Are they just going to throw them out there, 
allow them to make mistakes. Hopefully the last quarter of the season they're a lot better than they are the first. Like what's the energy inside the building regarding that young offensive talent? Yeah, the energy's good. You know, Drake London's in there. You know, I don't think Calvin's – I think Calvin's seen his last days with the Falcons. They were already trying to trade him before they found out about the gambling uh, situation. So, um, uh, but, yeah, so I don't figure him in their future at all. They got Brian Edwards to come over from Vegas who hadn't been productive there, but they think they can uh, get something out of him. So they've got a nice uh, amalgamation of talent at the receiver position. They got a young running back they want to look at out of BYU. Uh, so, yeah, they are not totally devoid of weapons, but, you know, a lot of unproven commodities uh, outside of the rookie tight end, uh, Kyle Pitts, who had a pretty good rookie year going into his second year. So, but now I'm like, how do they get him the ball? Who's going to get it to him? You know, Matt Ryan was going to be on the money, but uh, if he had some time, he didn't have any time. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they go at it this year. You know, speaking of quarterback, Marcus Mariota, talented, uh, if I'm not mistaken, second pick in the draft behind Jameis Winston, you know, about five years ago. The issue has mm-hmm. been injuries. He's, he's proven brittle, uh, really hasn't been a guy that you can depend on to get through 17 games. How ready is Desmond Ritter if he's forced into action early in the season? Yeah, uh, I don't think Desmond's ready yet. Um, you know, they want to make sure – that uh, he gets uh, every opportunity to get ready, Sean. Um, you know, just coming from college where they're, you know, they're flashing signs, and then you got to go in the huddle and make a whole West Coast call and command the huddle uh, and be right. You know, uh, he's just not ready for that yet. But they know that he's going to have to play this season. That's why they're not bringing in a fourth quarterback. They move uh, Felipe Franks over to tight end to see if he can make the team and contribute in that way. Uh, so all the reps will go to Mariota and Ritter with the eye towards getting him ready for um, to play at some point this season. I think Mariota starts, um, you know, his history is that he gets hurt, uh, and at that point maybe Ritter comes in. Ooh, Felipe Franks trying to become the next Logan Thomas. I like it. Now, switching to the other side of the ball, I'm struggling to find bright spots. So you're a lot more in tune. You look at this defense – Really struggled to put pressure on the quarterback. I think the leading sacker last year had two. Secondary, you know, full of issues. Give me a couple names on defense that we can follow. Some young up-and-coming guys that at least the organization itself thinks have potential to develop in capable starters. Yeah, no question, Sean. Um, one guy played a lot last year, Arde Agundajay out of Notre Dame. They think he has some pass rush potential but he only had one sack and 500 snaps last year. So they're expecting a big bump there. Uh, Arnold Ibikute was drafted out of Penn State in the second round. They think he can play. Troy Anderson, a uh, linebacker, ran a 4-4-2 out of Montana State. It's going to take him a while, uh, but they think he can play. Uh, On the back end, you got A.J. Terrell uh, at left corner. Casey Hayward, the veteran over um, from – you know, uh, Casey, you know, bounced around a little bit, but he's 32 and he's going to maybe stabilize that. And the big, the big thing is these two safeties they have back there. Um, young kids, Jalen Hawkins and Richie Grant, a second year guy out of UCF, you know, all, all those kids have upside. And then the linebacker crew would be a gun to Jay Lorenzo Carter in the middle, Rashawn Evans and Michael Walker. Uh, Deion Jones has got to compete for his spot this year. They're making a big deal out of that. 
So uh, the linebackers, you look like you have a surplus there. Uh, but up front, they got to get somebody to help out Grady Jarrett. They just can't stop the run. You know, gave up 131.9 yards a game last year. And teams could run or throw whenever they wanted to last year because they knew they didn't have a pass rush. So you got to do something good. And if you can stop the run, then maybe you can get into some pass rush situations. But, yeah, it's very fundamental, real basic football we're talking about here. Hey, stop the ball. Uh, and then, hey, see what you can do after that. The Orlando Ledbetter, uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Falcons beat writer. You know, when you look at that city, it's kind of turned into the entertainment capital, especially of the South, mm-hmm. maybe of the country. You have the Braves coming off of winning a World Series. Hawks are making moves. They just traded for Deontay Murray. How's the energy regarding the Falcons? Is the fan base going to come out and support them, or are they kind of like, ah, we'll wait till they make some additions? Like, how's the energy there in Atlanta? Yeah, the energy's kind of low, Sean. I mean, we missed the Georgia Dome because the Georgia Dome used to rock. So, yeah, you got this big, beautiful stadium that's been kind of a mausoleum for the home team. Uh, They can't fill it up. Uh, They haven't had a quality product on the field since 2017. So, yeah, it's a a down period for the franchise. Um, You know, change had to come. You know, take still the Sam Cook line, but change is coming. It's on the way, and they got to build this thing back up. When, when they start, it's a front runner town. You know, um, when they start winning, the fans will come back and they'll be hyped. But uh, until then, uh, you're going to see a lot of visiting teams taking over the Mercedes Benz Stadium. You know, it's ironic that you say change is going to come because there was a major change in the Falcons organization. I truly thought Matt Ryan would start and end his career as Atlanta Falcon. But I get it. They're in a rebuilding if they won't say it publicly. Indianapolis has a chance to win the Super Bowl. It was the right thing to do by the quarterback. How different is it now when you go over to, what is that, Flower Alley? Flowery Branch, Fla- Yeah, Flowery <laughs> Branch. How different is it when you go over there now and there's no Matt Ryan? Yeah, for me, I've been here the whole time for Matt. You know, I started with Vic and uh, everything back in the day. And so, uh, you know, Matt was a pro's pro. And, I, you know, the main beat guy up here, you know, we had a good rapport. So I'm going to miss that. He was a pro's pro. No matter, you know, four interceptions or four touchdowns, he was always going to be there for you. Uh, so it was a big, big change in uh, style and, uh, you know, playing ability, too. But I understand what happened. I understand that they, uh, you know, got to open up some salary cap space for next year and down the road uh, to continue to rebuild. And uh, they went on and pulled the trigger now to do that. So uh, uh, Matt's going to be defined with the Colts and the Falcons. They got to figure out if they can save Marcus Mariota or if Desmond Ritter's your quarterback. So, you know, Marcus – Play with Arthur Smith in Tennessee. You know, he benched him, but it's those, but they don't <laughs> mended those benches. Uh, and they're hoping that they can save him like they kind of saved Ryan Tannehill uh, in Tennessee. But I don't see Derrick Henry on the roster. That was a big part of the saving of Tannehill. So we'll, we'll see. And then, you know, hey, they're going to probably be in the top 10 again. And, uh, you know, might be some better quarterbacks in the draft. And maybe Ritter's a backup over the long haul. You can follow him on Twitter at D-Orlando, A-J-C, D-Orlando Ledbetter, joining us here on the Nightcap. we got a minute left. Uh, obviously, tons of excitement uh, around Drake London. But I'm curious, you mentioned him in passing. 
Do you feel like eventually Tyler Algier, the rookie out of BYU, can take over that starting running back position? Uh, eventually, he should be able to. He's a hard charger, a one-cut runner. That's what they're playing here. Uh, but, you know, um, you know, I think it's a committee to start off with, with Patterson, Damian Williams, and, you know, and they'll fit Algier in as they can. Uh, a couple other, um, yeah, a couple other backs are still here that have uh, had some success. Quadri Allison, uh, another kid they want to look at is Caleb Huntley. But yeah, Algier was drafted in the fifth round, so um, you know if you can make some, you can turn him into a player. Uh, he's definitely going to have some opportunities here to get the ball. Well, like we said to start the interview, we will send you all our patience, D. Orlando. We appreciate it and uh, great stuff. Keep up the great work. Sure, Tim and Shannon. Thank you so much for that um, big can of patience. <laughs> there he is. D. Orlando Ledbetter. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. It is the nightcap here on Visa. It's like been a full spritz today. You know, we're talking summer conditioning. We got baseball going on. We had the entire uh, Iowa contingent here. And unfortunately for the pentathlon, one up, one down for us as the Dodgers had a chance there in the eighth, Sean. Couldn't get it done. Lose yeah, bases loaded, no outs. That's unfortunate. Yeah. They Didn't f- get a run in. Bases loaded, no outs. Couldn't get a run across. Then they gave up uh, another run in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, Freddie Freeman hit a home run top of the ninth, but it was a solo shot. And uh, it ends 7-6. Cardinals playing good baseball right now. The Cincinnati Reds have scored four runs in the top of the ninth. I know, and I tried. You guys know how I feel about the Reds. Um, Garrett Cole threw seven scoreless innings, struck out 11, and all-star 
uh, closer, Clay Holmes, hey. who had who entered today with an ERA of point four six, gave up four runs. It's not over to the Reds. I mean, nobody likes to listen to me, you know. But hey, I said it would have been a great way to come back. It would have had us in first because I think they were plus two forty. Now, granted, they still have to win the game. They got to close it out against that lineup. But we- what what a what a narrative that would have been. Oh man, I can't believe it. Four runs allowed in the top of the ninth inning. Garrett Cole, absolute gem, and uh, somehow some way. Hey, when you know, you know. That's all I'm gonna oh, say. Stop. You've been saying that forever. They're the they're the now the second worst team in the National League. Congratulations. Well, this will be four in a row if they can. Uh, they swept the Rays, which is a heck of a accomplishment. No, it's not. The Rays are good. Are they? Yeah. No, they're not. And the Rays are forty-seven and forty. What are you talking about? It's the third win, best record in the something. American League. Win something. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I like that's chopped liver. All right. So, uh... but hey, we win together. We lose together. So right now we're one and two. Well, we haven't un- lost. Our though. underdog did come home, but we didn't. You know, go the the bomb of yeah. Cincinnati. We needed the bomb, though. Well, that's okay. And again, the game's not over, so I can't peacock just yet. The game's not over. But if the Reds win, I mean, oh, God, probably hear about it a couple days. Well, if you had listened to me, we would have been 1-0 yesterday. So, you know. Who'd you like yesterday? I told you. Oh, the uh, under and yeah. the Mets uh, Braves? Yeah. Yeah. Never in doubt. Max Scherzer. But, you know. Again. I listened to Big Stick Adamas. Again. I mean, lost. I'll take 1-0 bottom of the fifth. I mean. I'm sure the Yankees would have taken 3 0 Top nine with an all-star closer. So, well, hopefully, we don't look back on the first nightcap participation in the pentathlon and feel like, what if <laughs> we just right. can't finish last? We will. Uh, we just can't finish last. We will get into the standings and uh, and today's results uh, a little bit later on in this hour. It's been uh, it's been fun to follow for sure. Uh, a one in one day. What could have been uh, certainly. Uh, win and now a loss from the Dodgers. So bummer there. Dodgers couldn't pull the comeback. All right, let's uh, let's keep it rolling here as it is summer conditioning. We're talking Atlanta Falcons. Uh, D. Orlando Ledbetter joining us now, and he knows. Yeah. I mean, he knows. Um, you know, he didn't try and like give no, us any false no enthusiasm. Sh- Sometimes we do get on people, and 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 I understand it. You know, you've worked in a local market. I've worked in local markets before. You try to put lipstick on a pig, D. Orlando. Didn't do so much. He was just like, yeah, yeah. this is going to be a rough season. Yeah, he was he was honest about it. Which which is which yeah, is I'll what give, I'll give him. That. Which is what we want from our guests. He doesn't work for the team. He works for the Atlanta, yeah. you know, Journal Constitution. So I mean, he was he knows what's what's about to happen. When you look at the odds at DraftKings of exact finish in the division, they are twenty two to one to win the division, plus four fifty to finish second. Plus two twenty-five to finish third, and minus a dollar fifty to finish in last place. The Carolina Panthers are no juggernaut, but is minus one fifty small enough juice for you to look at to say this team is finishing in last place? I mean, they're definitely finishing in last place. I mean, Desmond Ritter is going to be the quarterback there week one. Marcus Mariota is not making it through the first game. I mean, if he makes it through 60 minutes of football, I'll be shocked. And D. Orlando is already talking about Desmond as a 
career backup before game one, <laughs> which is exactly what I told you guys prior to the draft. I couldn't understand why anybody could look at his college tape and think that, okay, it's going to be an NFL starting quarterback. So the fact that they've moved Felipe Franks to tight end now guarantees that Desmond Ritter plays as a rookie. I think they did all of this to get C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Because that's definitely – they're going to be in the running for the first or second pick. Because Houston will win some games. Because Davis Mills is serviceable. Yeah. Jacksonville will win some games because of Agreed. Doug Peterson. Uh, Seattle, that's going to be a rough one. The Jets will be better. I don't know if they'll be good, but they'll be better. We already talked about the Lions, and we think they could potentially you know, hit their win total of six. Atlanta's going to have the number one pick in the draft. Well – that being said, we have the odds up right there. Fewest wins in 2020. To me, that's the bet to take. Falcons four yeah. to one. Yeah, that's the bet to take. Okay. Falcons four to one. Fewest wins. Well, taking a look at the uh, if they have like a fewest points scored. I mean, if Desmond Ritter has to play, they're going to be awful. <laughs> Not kind of awful. I mean, awful in every sense of the word. Their schedule, Saints to open where they're, I think, a a four-and-a-half-point home dog at the Rams, at the Seahawks, Browns, at the Bucks, 49ers, at the Bengals. So as we talked about yesterday, the crossover division is the AFC North, Mm -hmm. which is they'll be an underdog in probably all those games. Home against the Steelers, probably an underdog in that one. That'll be the closest. Um, and then you look at, they get the commanders, uh, this year. You like the commanders. I certainly think they're improved. They're on the road at the commanders. It's not like that's going to be a a raucous environment, but still that's a better team talent wise. So let me ask you this, Sean. So fewest wins at four to one, where does their first win come from? Sean saints is plus one sixty. Do they win the season opener? What's the, uh, what's the number on the saints Falcons week one? I think it's four and a half. They jump all over that right now. That'll probably be seven by the time that game kicks off. After they see the debacle that the Atlanta Falcons are in the preseason, that number probably will be zero. I mean, I'll probably, probably be seven. <laughs> uh, I'm pulling it up right now. It is. I think it was four and a half. Atlanta. Uh, oh, that's week two. They're 13-point dog week two on the road at L.A. Uh, five. Uh, depending on where you look, you find a four and a half. Take five, it. Five and a half here. Take it. <laughs> Remember New Orleans last year, opener against uh, Green the Bay Packers. In Jacksonville. Yeah, they'll be ready to go. Jameis will come out firing. This will be blowout city. I may just fade the Falcons. I may take one of my survivors and fade the Falcons until I can't. Can you put their schedule up one more time? So Saints, Rams, they got to go to Seattle. Browns, Bucks, Niners, Bengals, Panthers, Chargers. Like, it, week 10 would be the first week that I think I might have to even look at it. I might just take the other well, week nine. Eight. T- week 8. Week, week 8 get home to Carolina. No, but they don't play Carolina again until week 10. So the first time they have a duplicate on their schedule, which I can't play a duplicate in Survivor. Oh, I hear what you're I'm saying. I'm saying in Survivor. I, I may just play – I may take one of my entries and just go against the Falcons the first eight weeks, the first nine weeks. I mean, which one of those games do you like them to win? Uh, Especially if Mariota gets hurt. Oh, my goodness. They are, dude, their leading returning sacker had two sacks. The Orlando just gave us a 
minute 30 dissertation about a kid from Notre Dame who had one sack last year and 500 snaps. And that's the guy that they think is going to have a breakout year. They're going to be awful. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're going to be very good. Hard to, uh, hard to imagine. Um, I, I'm just telling you, I'm going to do one of my survivors. Matter of fact, let me write this So down. let me ask you this. There are, the odds for them to go 0-17 is 22-1, to 1, Sean. No, they'll, they'll, they'll luck up and win a game at some point, but it won't be in the first nine weeks of the season. I could, the one that's interesting to me, now the talent is so higher there, but Jacoby Brissett's not a good quarterback. Browns at home, they could sneak up on. Man, the Browns have Miles Garrett. I know. They've got Mike Chubb. I know. Come on, man. I'm just and saying. Crew. I I And by that time, Deshaun may be back. Not by week four. I, I'm just telling you. It'll be minimum four game suspension. All right. Maybe say, the reports that it, said, that it won't matter. Cleveland's too good on defense. How are they going to score? Could, I could, yeah, that'll I'm be just, Desmond Ritter. I'm not saying it's definitely happening. You've never seen a, possibility. a horror right. film as nightmarish as <laughs> we got to take a break. It's the nightcap. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN will be broadcasting live from the NBA Summer League now through July 17th. Catch The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, live from the NBA Summer League every weekday. We, the Nightcap, will be there on Friday evening. And myself and Amal Shaw will be there on Saturday afternoon. So tons of content from the Summer League. And we'll also have special guests, exclusive content, and live updates all throughout our VEASAN shows. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Beeson Live. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Stop. Want me to read you every text today? Did you even mention them today? See, he he barks this big bark, but then when we actually ask about what we should do, never was mentioned. Never was mentioned. For our loyal listeners. Never was mentioned. For our loyal listeners that listen to the Nightcap religiously, it was said last night on the Nightcap, let's take the Reds. And Tim was adamant that we shouldn't. And but we want our we want our underdog play. It wasn't quite plus two forty. Sean. But we want our underdog play. You can't so. say that we were on the right side yesterday of a losing bet and then say the Reds were the right side tonight. But I told, Because they weren't. So listen. They were down three nothing. So we Eric actually threw seven scoreless, struck out eleven. Clay Holmes. Maybe the best closer in all of baseball comes in and they blow a three-run lead, which, by the way, entering that inning, the Reds were 12-1 to 1 on the money line. But, yeah, we were the, it would have been the right side. It's like you saying that you should have taken Washington and Survivor in week two. I did say that. Yeah. And got talked out of it. Do you want me to read you all people, the te- people. Do you want me to read you the text from today? Did, yeah. you mention the, did you mention the I, Reds? I didn't because yeah. it was made clear to me last night that that wasn't going to be an option, which is fine. My preferred play was Pirates' first five. But I'm not upset because we won our, our underdog bet anyway. So it's all good. I mean, the total I told you yesterday won as You're well. right. Yeah, Mets, Braves, under. But a lot of other people are losing too, so it's not really that big a deal. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yes, the Reds did come from behind and beat the New York. Yeah, I'm sure New York will react very calmly uh, to blowing a three-run lead 
uh, in the top of the uh, top of the ninth. Yes, the Reds have now won four straight over the AL East. Hey, hey, hey! You want to double down? No, 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 not at all. I don't, I don't need to. What's that score right there? Create Sean? any more liability? Yeah. By the way, Sean thinks the Reds are going to be within five games of the Brewers in less than a month. Uh, they're ten and a half games back. Oh, sorry, fifteen and a half games back. So they have to make up ten games. You know, nothing you say can like make my confidence waver, right? I know. Yeah, because you're you when have... I believe something, I believe in it. It's just you know, just wired like that. By the way, someone out there made a worse bet than you today. Mm-hmm. A worse bet than you lighting money on fire about the Reds winning I saw the NL Central. Somebody put ten thousand on the Kings. Ten grand on the Kings <laughs> to win the championship. That takes the cake. You're off the hook. You only put like a hundred bucks or whatever, eighty bucks on the Reds. I didn't put a hundred. Was it sixty? Yeah. Uh, Seventy. Seventy bucks. Yeah. This guy put ten grand. So follow the money. Had the Mariners versus the Nationals. That got postponed. Uh, did we find out? Were they able to switch to a different game, Aaron? Yeah, primetime action switched it up. Well, I thought it was follow the money that had the Mariners. Oh, it was somebody that had the Nationals as well. Yeah, primetime action. They switched to... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Follow the Money did have Mariners Nationals. I don't know. Well... Okay. Oh, okay. And what about uh, primetime action? Angels. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll do a full breakdown of the... Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to write down where we're at on this. Of our baseball pentathlon. All right. Final thoughts on the Atlanta Falcons. So, uh, summing it up, we're not very high on it, uh, on them. Uh, by the way, uh, the uh, gentleman who has been uh, keeping tabs on the baseball pentathlon and putting out the odds mm-hmm. uh, at Bad Pete Moss, um, he is a Falcons fan and said, energy is down, not excited to go to games this year. <laughs> oh, he must have added you. I don't think I see it. No, he sent me a DM. Well, you were yelling at him. So, I mean, why would he DM you? You're mean to him. Oh, no, I wasn't. Yeah, you're being mean. Um, give me a reason to be optimistic if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan. Tickets are going to be cheap. <laughs> Do and you, I, I guess the, what about Kyle Pitts? Well, I don't think it's just about Kyle Pitts. I think it's the fact that and you Drake have Kyle London. Pitts and Drake London. Two That's prototypes from a size standpoint. The problem is they're both going to get frustrated if Desmond Ritter has to play quarterback. Especially Pitts, who's coming from playing with Matt Ryan. I mean, this is going to be like, you know, having money, being an S550, and then all of a sudden, you know, crypto tanked and you lost everything, and now you got to drive in something that doesn't crank and the AC doesn't work right. Like, I mean, this is going to be, like, tragic. Kyle Pitts last year, it was, especially early on in the year, I had a ticket on Kyle Pitts to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Obviously, that did not come home. Uh, I did have one on Jamar Chase, much smaller bet. Uh, but he ended up with over 1,000 yards receiving. Only one touchdown, which I think is a, a, a stunner. He got started slow. They weren't targeting him. It was bizarre but watching I, those games Again, early last year, they were trying to run the football because they still were competitive. What, they go 7-10 and 10 or seven something? 7-10. and 10. Right. So, I mean, there was still you know this sense of Matt Ryan's there. We got to do everything we can to try and be competitive. We owe that to Matt Ryan. So... You know, Cordero Patterson was a big part of what they were doing. They still had Justin Gage, who I thought, who I think is a really good receiver, is going to really enhance, you know, that Buccaneer passing game now that he's in Tampa. So they were still trying to win. 
They were in, they were competitive in some games. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, when you get a piece like Kyle Pitts, who's not a traditional Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey type of tight end. I mean, he's not that size. You know, so you have to be a little more creative with Kyle Pitts. And they were trying to figure out, like, what works, you know, how do we move him around. But I thought he did some good things, and I think he's going to be fine. I think it's going to be a very frustrating year for him. I really do. I I think it's going to be an extremely frustrating year for him. Kyle Pitts over under reception, 68.5, receiving yards, 900. No shot on either. You're telling me Kyle Pitts can have a better year than uh, Michael Thomas? Well, no, because we said – that Michael Thomas would go over. And, right, but his numbers are higher. And, and Michael, well, because of the injury concern. Well, he's got bigger concern than injuries. So last year, he's the got num- quarterback the num- can't play concerns. <laughs> the number set at uh, 68 and a half, obviously, because last year he had 68 receptions. Uh, he had over 1,000 yards receiving. Touchdowns were way down. But he's now, you know, the main target in addition to Drake London, right? They traded for Brian Edwards from, from the Raiders. Uh, you know, Gage, Russell Gage is now a buck. Um, I'm not racing to the window because of the quarterback concerns, but. Since the I, end of the 2018 season, Marcus Mariota has thrown eight touchdowns and for 1,400 yards. Yeah, but how many games did he start? I'm just saying. He was the backup quarterback in Vegas. That's for- still three years of football. And so you mean to tell me in year eight, after all the injuries he's had and being unproductive the last three years, he's going to all of a sudden morph back into 2016 Marcus Mariota? I just don't see it. But even if so, if the quarterback's if not Desmond any good, Ritter's out there, yeah, how he, does he get 68 catches? I'm more looking at the yardage. Definitely over, not going to get 900 yards. He had 1,000 yards. yards receiving last year. Matt Ryan. I understand that. Russell Gage, gone. But that doesn't matter if you don't have a quarterback that, and get you the ball. Gonna, what, are they going to have 1,000 yards passing as a team? Maybe. If Desmond Ritter has to play the majority of the season, maybe. Maybe under. I, I wouldn't. It would be hard for me to play the under just because he's the main guy, and I'm sure Arthur Smith is planning this offense to go through Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Okay. There's a reason they took – by the way, I'm not standing here and saying definitely play the over. I'm just – saying at some point they are a professional football team. And Drake London, there's a reason that the Atlanta Falcons, with the eighth overall pick, made Drake London their target. Not Chris Olave, not anybody else. It was Drake London. Again, have I said anything disparaging or negative about Kyle Pitts or Drake London? You have not. Desmond Ritter, if he plays 17 games, will not throw for 2,000 total yards. (laughs) I mean... He will not throw for if I hope and, and listen. I don't want it to be. I don't. I don't wish injury on anybody. But in a perfect world, I hope Desmond Ritter has to play fifteen plus games. We will cigar bet that he doesn't eclipse two thousand yards passing. If he this plays, might be a situation if where he plays fifteen yes, games. Yes, that's how unprepared he is for National Football League. Man, what what did did Desmond Ritter come over and like kick your cat? No, like, I just Lord. watched the tape. I would say the same but thing about. Thing. I would say the same thing about the majority of quarterbacks here's in this the draft. Here's the thing, though, Sean. Okay, we both believe the Falcons will suck. Soft coverage. And if Kyle, soft coverage. No, no, that's not how they approach it. Like guys, Wait, what do you think? There's gonna be press coverage in the fourth quarter on Desmond Ritter. Yeah, but Kyle Pitts probably not gonna still be in the game. Like at some point, when you're that bad, you don't want to risk getting Kyle Pitts injured. So it's he not like they're playing some games. Yeah, he's gonna play early. 
and get no. And if he's the best player, who's going to get all the attention of the defense? I think Marcus Mariota will play much more than two games. We'll see. But, man, talk about being down on Desmond Ritter. Good Ooh. Lord. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is holding its first ever baseball betting pentathlon. Every show, including this one, will be making five baseball bets over the span of four days. Yesterday, it was a total. And today was an underdog and a favorite. We are trying to determine which show is the best at betting baseball. Wednesday, it'll be a bet on a team on the run line. And then on Thursday, it'll be a prop. The winner will be announced Friday morning, July 15th. 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Follow the Money. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. A uh, thanks again to uh, the iowa crew for coming on by today yeah, that was pretty cool a lot of fun luca garza joe Wieskamp, and then the mccaffrey brothers who uh i do want to give the mccaffrey brothers a shout out they host a podcast um and it is called teed up so uh, make sure to check that out the mccaffrey brothers uh hosting a podcast there but uh i like them I, they were they were great to come in uh the older brother connor had <laughs> Had a lot of personality. Yeah, uh, me and him would get along. I think so. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. He seemed like a lot of fun. Six-year senior coming back, playing for his pops. Why wouldn't you? Think about it. You've already graduated. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be in a whole lot of classes. You know, with the NIL deal now, think if you just get something for 50 grand. All I'm saying is. You know, he probably already has a whip. You know, got a nice, luxurious apartment somewhere. Hey, man, go enjoy it. Dad's dad's the head coach. He's yeah. making a couple mil. I'm sure he's able to go get a enjoy, car go too. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, we appreciate them and uh, best of luck to Luca Garza as he is uh, trying to find his next stop. Man, he's put up some numbers, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm, Luca. I'm pulling for and Luca. Joe. Both of them good guys. And Joe Wieskamp still uh, uh, dealing with an ankle injury uh, and hopefully uh, still rolling with the uh, San Antonio Spurs. There. So thanks again. Really neat first hour. If you missed any of that, we'll have it podcasted for you. Vsin.com. Uh, the Best Bets podcast as well. And we're going to put up some clips, too, I think, from each 
conversation uh, with one of those on Twitter. So, we mentioned the baseball pentathlon. It is going on last night. Rough go of it for us. We were, uh, as much as I give Sean grief, it was a great play. It was the right side. It was one nothing. bottom five. Aaron Nola decided to take a diarrhea in his pants. So, uh, unfortunately, we did not get that one home. Tonight, we took the Rays as our underdog, plus 105 mm-hmm. against the, the Boston Red Sox. Chris Sale was kind of the reason I wanted to fade the Red Sox. First game back, he was terrific, five scoreless. But then the Rays were able to get three runs. Red Sox helped it out. They think they made two errors on one play, uh, and the Rays win it 3-2. to two. So we were able to get that one home. Unfortunately, though, our favorite, the Dodgers, did not come home tonight, Sean. Uh, we lost that bet. That Cardinals won 7-6. Because uh, top of the eighth, we had bases loaded. I was game was 6-5, no outs. And they got no one home. We couldn't even get a deep fly ball and get the game tied at six. That hurt. Yeah. So uh, so we got a little unlucky in some clutch situations. Now, here's what we got to do. So right now, by we're the way. We're sitting just, here at one and two. We're negative. We'll have negative $95. Right. We have to just finish at least three and two. So we got to sweep the run line and the prop. And here's the thing. I think the prop being the last day is fascinating because yeah, we're, if we're down, we could just go for the long bomb. Yeah, but again, the props are like, I mean, the props that are likely to happen are not going to be like bombs. Spoken like the guy who puts in four-leg parlays like it's uh, you know, a piece of bubble gum. Like you, I don't play a lot of four-leg parlays. How many give three legs tonight? I do so. a lot of two-teamers. And you're ten, I saw your team. Yeah, I have one three and one two. So those are longer shots. So yeah, we will did look. They, did, well, I'm not going to jinx myself. Uh, I'd like to get the Bru- Astros game on too. All right, let's uh, if we can. But uh, let's run through. Uh, did I hit the two team parlay? Uh, what I'm I'm no, asking. Yeah. Okay, did. and then well, I need the Astros to hold up. Uh, it was four one last time I looked. But you were saying that none of these five one none of these props will hit. Well, you're you know. Mr. Parlay over there, and you hit some of your parlays. Yeah. So, so I'm waiting on the point. Astros to, uh, versus the Angels. It's 5-1 Astros going into the bottom of the six. If that game comes through, I hit my three-teamer and my two-teamer. So heading into today, this was your standings in the pentathlon. Odds on was victorious yesterday. They were plus 95 bucks. So let's take so a look. So they won both of their games. They had Braves minus 180 and Tigers plus 110. So they went 2-0. Oof. Yeah. The edge. Oh, well, who was in second place? Uh, the edge was in second place. So they lost because they had the Dodgers. They They're going to lose both games, and they I have think, because the they have the Angels. So it's 5-1 Astros yeah. in the bottom of the sixth. All right. So a, still to determine. A numbers game. A numbers game they somehow lost. won last night. Right. I can't believe it. But they lost the Twins. First five. But they won the Cardinals. Hmm. All right. Look ahead. Uh, Scott won the uh, first five, first with, the five with the White Sox. Second game. Yes, he lost Ray's first five. Should have played full game, Scott. So how much on a minus one sixty five ticket? If you if you if you bet a hundred bucks, what do you win? Forty five dollars. Yeah, whatever that. Or thirty five bucks? Is that what you would bet if you don't? One sixty five divided by two. I was told uh, there'd be no math. Um, 60, Sixty bucks. bucks. Okay, so he's still within range. So he was plus. He was minus forty for the day. Okay. Uh, Dodger uh, betting across America. 
was also victorious day one plus eighty three dollars. They have the Dodgers. They had the same thing we had. So Dodgers lost, Rays won. So they made five bucks a day. Yes, plus five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Primetime action. They had the Nationals as their underdog. That game got rained out, so PTA switched to the Angels. Who are losing who are five losing one. five to one, and they have the Padres. Who are down five three. Okay. Top of the ninth, one out. So to be determined. Nobody on. To be determined on both of those. Wes Reynolds, who also won yesterday, plus eighty three bucks. He has the twins. They're down six three in the eighth. Going to the top of the uh yeah, top of the eighth. And he has the Angels. Who are down five one. Follow the money, also lost. Uh, they They're were, gonna sweep, looks like, unless the Brewers and the Astros Because collapse. they had the Mariners as their favorite. Right. That game got rained out. They switched it to the Astros. They mm-hmm. won. Well, they're winning. Winning. They're up 5-1. That's right. And the Brewers are up 6-3. Okay. So they could potentially win both. That'd be a big one for them. A big swing for them. Rush Hour, uh, Danny Burke. They have the Twins. They're losing. They're losing 6-3. And then they have the A's. A's are are winning 8-6, top of the 12th. Ooh. All right. Uh, So that plus 155 will be big for them. And then we had the Dodgers loss, Rays win. So So we we won 5 bucks. 5 bucks. So we are at... But we're negative 95 right now, by the way. The, yeah. oh, I thought they it was a home run there. Uh, Adam Burke, loser yesterday. He had the under in the Rockies game. He went one and one today. He won the uh, White Sox, lost the Mets. Okay. So he is negative for the day. And Greg Peterson is probably going to sweep because he had Rays, which is what he won, and Astros. Okay. Yeah. Boy. Odds on, man. Plus 240. We'd have been in first. Big day for Amal. Reds and, get uh, it done. Oh, he'd have came back. We've been in first. Oh, my gosh. Once again, maybe if you had made an – I mean – I did on the show, and it didn't get met with a lot of acceptance, so I just let it go. I mean, you're one to quickly take no for an answer? Well – Let me just scroll through here. Listen, if if I, I just, I just if want, Aaron Nola had held up – Mm-hmm. then I would have been standing on the table for Pittsburgh first five. I wouldn't have stood on the table for the Reds. Even though I wanted us to go Reds because we lost the first day, it is what it is. Scrolling through here. We did it live on the show. It wasn't in the text this morning. Well, the text is when we actually make the Right, decision. so the text this morning, what's my first text? I like Pittsburgh Pirates yeah. first five. That was plus 130. Yeah. Right. So we ended up going with a plus 105. So we'd have made $25. Yeah. Yeah. See, that I'll give you credit for. Yeah. But it's a team deal. So it's not like, you know, it's all or nothing. I mean, if you listened to me yesterday, we'd be, we'd have money. Yeah. So So here's what we got to do because we can't change anything that happened in the past. (laughs) What we can do is we got to figure out. I mean, when we look at tomorrow's slate, first of all, the game started at 9 o'clock. Yeah, we got some early games tomorrow. So we, we don't want to miss. And we're in a position where we can't take a run line on a big favorite. We've got to find – yeah, we've got to find something that's at least going to, you know, win us 120 or more dollars. So we got to find something that's going to be plus 120 or more on the run line. All right. Because we got to make up some ground. Like finishing seventh instead of fourth doesn't matter. Um, the Yankees are minus 145 on the run. Yeah, yeah that's not a play. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll get back to that. Uh, we'll keep you updated on the baseball pentathlon. 
Uh, looks like right now the leader in the clubhouse will be odds on, and I think they'll be uh, in sole possession. A good day for Amal and Mike Palm. Power 5 Conference a day. We talked to Iowa basketball players earlier. We'll talk some Big Ten football top of the hour. Come on back. This summer, the... At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 